This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hi then, good evening everybody and uh, welcome to the Andy Takes That Chance podcast and to our first ever Twitter Spaces cast and we've obviously picked a belter to start with so we'll run this like a phone in. Uh, so we'll have a little chat about the game and then bring you guys in if you want to speak. We've got Cozzy and Johnny. Johnny seems to have muted himself at the minute. So we'll yeah, bring... Matt, well, I nearly did a Tom Lee's there. just knocked <laughs> everyone off, man. But I, uh, I've not knackered <laughs> it up that bad. <laughs> no. Uh, right, so I think the way we'll do this is uh, we'll we'll have our little chat and then we'll invite you guys in if you guys want to do it, like I say, like a phone-in and you can have your say and, and, and do what you want to do. So... Um, yeah, lots of fun and fun to have, I reckon. So just before we get going, just a shout out to our sponsors, Magic Rock, who uh, always help us out. So uh, remember the uh, the code AHTTC10 if you want to get 10% off some sweet, sweet lager online. Right then, so, uh, right, guys, another absolutely rancid opening 30 minutes, I think it's fair to say. Uh, town seemed to set the stall out like they were playing a prime Barcelona rather than the side bottom of the championship, which was a little bit disappointing. Uh, the opening goal is is pretty appalling, isn't it, really? Uh, Sauber's throwing himself to the ground looking for a free kick, but there's still a situation to defend there and we've not engaged the attackers and we've just sort of backed off and let them deliver a ball into the box. Tom Lee's, um, who's, who was outstanding last year and one of my favourites, has been outjumped by a good player in Josh Sargent. I think he's a really, really talented player. Um, we've commented a little bit on the lack of height, haven't we, uh, at the back. Um, but it's... Uh, a little bit too easy, and then it's two nil. Uh, Daniel Sanani. Um, I remember Ooh. quite a few, quite a few Huddersfield fans going, "No, we don't want to sign this guy, Daniel Sanani," and he's absolutely ripped us to shreds, hasn't he? In that first half, he looked really good, and you know, he's, he's danced around Lee Nichols uh, after a little bit of luck and and put it in the back of the net, and two nil down. It's game over after you know barely twenty minutes, isn't it? Um, a, a lot of ball watching. There's probably a lot of criticism that you can label. I, I don't think I can be bothered singling out too many people because I don't really like to do that. Um, I think one of my bits, Cosy, was I was a little bit 
perplexed by um, how we seem to go with a bit of a mid block and then not engage. Uh, you know, if you if you're going to sort of retreat and stand off, you need to sort of go low, don't you? And 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 kind of pack the pack the box. But we did neither, and that was um, a little bit frustrating in that first half hour. And there's still a lot of a lot of things to iron out, isn't the cause? It's um, oh man, it was so depressing. Like. Uh... I listened to Radio Noise before the game and uh, listening to some of their fans. Honestly, it were, they were ready to turn. They were it were toxic, man. They they were wanting some of them were wanting him to go. They haven't won a home game since January, have they? So I just thought on the back of Saturday, and I thought we were lucky to win that. To be honest, I know some people thought we were we deserved it, but I thought we were fortunate. I just wanted to see us go for it, you know. And maybe I'm a bit naive because they have still got sort of some quality players. But come on, Tam. But they were pathetic, man. The press, they were, they, were, they were lazy. They were like no one getting stuck in. It was just pathetic, and it was it was so there for us to get stuck in early doors, get the crowd on the back, and maybe even sneak a goal. But honestly, the goals were so deflating. Now how it was easy, you know, to get the cross in. Guy uh, <laughs> just like heads of Tom Lee's. Night, I'll never forget down there, and that was the worst thing for me, Matt. Why this is the fifth game in a row now? We've just started, like, just letting teams do what they wanted. And I really thought Saturday, even though I thought we we're a bit false to win, it fired us up, and we go down there and take advantage of there. You know, they were bottom, but they won't be obviously for much longer. But they, I mean, you just saw at the end how their confidence were going on it. I mean, Patterson, we nearly sneaked a goal in the end, obviously, with Pat, Pat Jones, we've got that pass right to Rhodes, but. How many more times can we do that? And, oh, God, there's so much to dissect in this game. But it's so frustrating, that, that start, because, you know, they're, they're playing their songs, they're two up, everyone's smiling. Sinan is doing what he wanted, point to prove, obviously. And it was so depressing because I just thought, honestly, their fans, I've never heard them like that. I thought they're normally supportive down there. Jeremy Goss were calling, calling the game on the, the stream I'm watching. He was slagging us. I said, we were lazy. We looked disinterested. He said it would look like the same Lucio team that rocked up in the Corbyn's first season. And wow, it was so poor. The fact that we nearly equalised. Honestly, I mean, the bigger, biggest robbery since the great train, but I'll let you take it back on, Matt. But the start, <laughs> it, it, why? why? Just speechless, man. He surely can't tell him to do that, can he? He cannot. But no, I, 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 I can't imagine that's the plan. Um, but yeah, you know, it was like thirty-five minutes in, and uh, we we all of a sudden sort of realised that. Hang on, this isn't prime Barcelona. We're playing here. We're playing Norwich City, who who are decent, aren't they? Norwich City, good side. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we we came back into the game thirty-five minutes, but they. The Tom Lee's one, I, I hate this these things in football where Tom Lee's touches him slightly and he goes down and I, I hate that, Johnny, you know, in, in football, the, the sort of the gamesmanship, but it's it's part of the game, isn't it? You've got to sort of accept this is this is how it is these days. But the sort of slight touch on the shoulder, down he goes, red card. And it's well, you think you think it's game over. We've we've come back into it. You know, we'll talk about how they've rallied and done really well sort of coming back into that. And some of the young lads have come on and done absolutely fantastically. So this isn't all going to be, you know, digging people out, et cetera, because there's, there's some really good positives to, to look on EMA, but you know, that, that sort of situation there, and I know Tom Lees will, will be really disappointed and he, you know, like I say, he's one of my favorite players. He's, he's a fantastic leader and a great speaker, but he's not going to sort of look back on that with, uh, with fond memories, is he? No, it's uh, it's one of them where, I said uh, 10, 15 years ago, it doesn't, I mean, there's two players, Tufts and the strongest man gets there. I think Lee's, day to day and age and where football is nowadays, he won't complain. He, you've just seen the way he looks at himself and looks at the sky and kind of walks off before the ref even kind of 
turns around and shows and the ready he knows he knows what he's done and he knows he's he's do you know I mean that's it for three games which is gonna it's gonna cost us um unfortunately I know do you know I mean I think he'll say himself he, he's he's not kind of kicked on this year exactly how he finished last year but that's that's not a criticism that's just the way it is I'm sure he, he will kind of come come back into that form but he's gonna be missed for three games and he's one of them where don't know I think we you might have instinctively trying to Stop the player, put the player off, but yeah, it's um, it's a shame. It is soft, but then you equally can't blame the, the Norwich player for kind of going down and making the referee have to make a decision, because flip it round, if it were Danny Ward, we'd probably potentially want him to do the same. I don't know. That might split opinion. Some players might want to stay on his feet and, and try and go for goal because he probably could have done that as well. But it's interesting how it affected the game, really, because after the first initial kind of five minutes when we kind of got to grip and do you know what I mean. Um, Formation changed slightly. Um, we, we've kind of arguably done a, a bit better. Um, so whether I mean we'd have changed, whether the game would have fallen the same if if Lee's hadn't got off, who knows? But whether we've been able to kind of push on and actually kind of take the game to Norwich because we seem to, like you say, after the first kind of 35, 40 minutes, um, stop showing I don't know a bit of respect to Norwich that we show them or actually kind of realise you know what we actually can we can play these we can play our game um, and we can actually get something out of it. Um, just it just felt like like Cosy said again. Just felt like the players weren't they weren't either quite at it or they, they, were, they were pressing at the wrong time. They weren't pressing together or they weren't quite pressing. They're pressing eighty percent, which is effectively pointless. You're going to press eight percent. You may as well not even bother. You may as well stay in position. And yeah, it's again, it's it's the first part of the game, first twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, which has cost us, and it's so frustrating because it's not happy clappy, but there are there are a good twenty twenty five minutes in games. Yeah, I'd agree. Maybe the Burnley one, he might be a bit bit cheap, saying 20 minutes of quality and that. But there are, there's certainly good elements of games each game we play where you can point to and think that's 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 good enough. That's good enough to get to get points in this league. But it's let down by a massive chasm of quality in the other, do you know what I mean, 45, 50 minutes where it's just not good enough. So it's just getting that consistency. Who's to blame for that? It's it's a tough one. Be interesting to see what what people's views are, but there's definitely enough in that team to to challenge anyone. It's just trying to get it done. Um, I mean, over ninety minutes, and also cutting out individual areas. I think that's a significant. It's costing us certain players either aren't good enough or, or need to kind of up the game or get back to form quickly. Because I think that's um, something which is also costing us, which no doubt we'll, we might touch on um, as well. But yeah, big loss, and now leaves three games. Um, Edwards Green probably will come back in or maybe Boyle depending on what he wants to do but it's an area which is suddenly starting to look weaker and weaker defence for various reasons I mean injuries um, suspensions etc and maybe potentially lack of a lack of a bit of depth in signings as well Absolutely I've, I've paused his listening and I've invited him to co-host and speak and he's, he's sat there all shy and quiet and bottling it at the minute I think he's done one but you know, I'm trying to trying to get pausing for his for his two bits. But there are some positives as well to look on. I know the first 35 minutes, it's hard to draw some positives out of that because we've essentially played ourselves out of the game quite early. But uh, Danny Schofield's thrown on the likes of Etienne Kamara um, and uh, the postman, as I've referred to him, which is really poor joke. I know uh, Pat Jones and Pat Jones has really flourished uh, there, uh, and he's come on and he's scored an absolutely outstanding goal. And he's set the stall out and he's set a really high standard now. So it's going to be really interesting to see Pat Jones push on. And, you know, he was fantastic and he almost created a second as well for for Jordan Rhodes, but just slightly overhit it. And I think that's, you know, we, we've an hour into that game, Tom Lees is off and you're feeling a little bit miserable. But I've come away feeling 
not so bad now because, you know, we've seen Pat Jones come on and he's he's done what he's done and he's excited me. Etienne Kamara's come on and okay, he's misplaced a couple of passes, but he's put himself around, he's put the, he's put his foot in. And again, I thought he came out of that quite well as well. So, uh, and there's also, you know, King uh, Kessler Hayden, I thought had a really decent game on the right-hand side. So I think there are uh, positives to take out of this. So it's not a case of, you know, just sit here digging people out like we've lost 7-0 again. So there are positives. And what I want to do now is, is turn over, um, and also Lee Nichols. You've got to throw in Lee Nichols as well because there's a part not of that so. game for, for 10, 15 minutes that. where... We'd have been about eight or nine. It would have been like, <laughs> oh man, he, he was sensational, man. What a keeper he is. And uh, he that's the only reason why we nearly stole a point. Lee Nichols. And you know what? You just wonder how long he's going to be watching that. I know he signed his new deal thinking, what's going on here? That Like, no protection were they in front of him. It was just like... <laughs> It's just incredible, really, wasn't it? The guy is sensational. Without him, yeah. well, look what keeper we had for the seven world game. Like, <laughs> it's shocking. But, yeah, it is, mate. It's been expunged from my memory. Whoever that was in goal for that seven nil. Um, but yeah, Lee Nichols. He's made Pereira, three or four. Chris Beckett, so man, new legend, mate. Yeah. He could be back there now. For that bad. Get Johnny. Johnny, don't mention the name. You know, it's like Voldemort. You don't have to speak the name, are you? Um, but yeah, so I want to get some opinions from other people. So we'll we'll shut up for a little bit now. So I've invited, uh, I'm inviting a couple of people to listen. Poz has bottled it. He's he said he's sat in bed. Um, he likes to get his beauty sleep nice and early. Does Poz? So he's uh, he's tucked up. But uh, we do have Brad Barbs. Uh, Brad has uh, has joined the website recently. He's uh, he's Huddersfield Town's premier vlogger. I think we'll we'll describe him as. Um, certainly the uh, the best one out there. And I'm I'm delighted to say Brad's uh, will. Have Brad's stuff will appear on our website as well. So uh, make sure you check that out. So I'll unmute Brad or you unmute yourself. I'm not sure how this thing works yet. Um, Brad, so if you want to take yourself off mute and, and bring yourself in, if you're there, that is. I think he's nipped out, hasn't he? So if anyone else wants to speak, just let me know. And um, I think you can send me a, um, a request to speak. So um, yeah, don't leave me hanging on here by myself. Bring yourself in. Put your hand up. Did it hurt you, Matt? Just probably get someone else to come in. Sinani out. He were obviously going to play well, but he was looking sense. He looked incredible, wasn't he? Was like one of the players of the season so far. Uh, I know we just let him did what he wanted and that as well. And and we did stand on that stage, Matt, at the end of the season, sure, didn't we? And said we won't, we didn't want, and we thought there's better options. But I must admit, I'm regretting uh, saying that because uh, he looks good, man. It, looks it, was great. it was great, wasn't he? And I've, I quite like Daniel Sinani. I thought he was a little bit underrated last year amongst town fans. I think he's got, I know he dips in and out of games, doesn't he, a little bit, but I think he does have a lot of quality on that left foot. But we've got a speaker now, um, Cosy Bryony, who's been on the uh, the warm up with Brady. Uh, let's bring Bryony in and she can uh, have her say on the game. Go on, Bryony. And she's on mute as well. This is going great today. She's like Tom Leeser's efforts. <laughs> Go on, Brian, if you can take yourself off mute, unless this is me doing it on this dodgy version of uh, Blue Stacks that can't do it. Let's invite her in. Let's invite her in as a co-host. That seems to work for you guys. So Brad or Brian, whoever wants to jump in first, do so. If anyone else wants to... Um, Jump in, feel free to do so. But yeah, so there's other little points we can talk about as well, can't we? So um trying to dig them out as best I can. So, uh, Cosy, you're going to make this off the top of your head. Oh, go on, Johnny. 
Well, I just thought, um, um, obviously, Nichols is fantastic and probably kept it kept it a little bit more reasonable. A couple of I mean, saves there that if they'd gone past him, no would have been blaming him. But I thought Nakayama had a decent game as well um, to pull out from, from the back four. Um, I thought he, he kind of recovered well and got some blocks in. I don't necessarily blame him for the first goal. Again, we get some people off mute, they might disagree with me on that one. I think mm. he was kind of sold down the river a little bit, told to go and push, which left the space to come in. I think it was more um, ruffles my really. But yeah, I thought he, did, he looked looked comfortable, looked good on the ball, growing into the game, got some good blocks in, covered the space as well and helped Nichols out. I think he's one of the few of the defenders that kind of you could probably point to instead of a, 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 a above average game today um, so another, another positive there absolutely so again if anyone wants to chat let me know and you can come on and have your say so a phone in only works if people phone in technically doesn't it but uh, yeah so if no one wants to have their say we'll have to do some cosy Ryoki or something in the meantime to fill the void Cosy. <laughs> right everyone's unmuted so who wants to jump in first anybody or anyone there we Brad. go. Go on, Brad. <laughs> Brad's here, finally. Off you go, yeah, bud. He said, he said muted by host, like, so I think he's like, <laughs> not so guilty, we're, not guilty. I would tap in the button and thinking, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> go, go on, mate, off you go. Yeah, no, um, I think Richard and Johnny both made some really bang on points there. Um, Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, especially about the depth. Obviously, now Lee's been out. He's, he's, for me, the main talking point, because to be honest, if, if you had asked me before the game if you'd take a 2-1 loss to Norwich, I mean, it's negative, but I probably would have. But, like, not 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 this time round. As a general rule, going to Norwich, I would have. But with them being bottom, I don't really see why we went so negative this game. I think this game was was a, a real a real strong opportunity to go and bang a second win, really. I'd, in, the, in the stuff they did play... I mean, yeah, they played some decent stuff, but the goals they, sc- they scored weren't like spectacular. It were just more our errors, really, that that gave them the opportunity to exploit that. So, I mean, when you really look, the, the, our our goal was probably maybe a bit better than one of theirs. Like our goal was individual brilliance, and I just think I hate to single players out. So I'm going to try and keep that to a minimum, but. There's just a, I feel like there's a bit of coasting going on in, in certain parts of the game. Like, you know, you've got Ward. Oh my God, some of the some of the grafting I saw him do today. There were a point where the ball got pinged over the top, and he's chasing, he's chasing, he's chasing, and he's doing the work of three people, and he's done that for plenty of games this season and last. And mm-hmm. there's, there's there's players coasting around him, um, and then in the final twenty minutes, it reminded me of Birmingham. You know, you've got. You've got a little bit, not not a lot of urgency going on. Like, there's nothing to lose. We're already two one down with a with a man said, "Off, oh, just just go for it." What's the worst that can happen? Big deal. They go and score another. We've already lost one goal. Ain't going to make a difference in the grand scheme of things. In you know, over a whole season, I'd be very surprised if if one single. I think you just muted me there again. Um, That's cosy, is that? I know, I know, I know. I was up to that, up to no good. There. But go on, mate. Off you right, go. Brad, I'm having a shock here, mate. <laughs> Get off the buttons. Right, go on, Brad. And um, but but going to the Sinani goal, I just feel like it was it was like very reminiscent of what uh, what Plachet did against Birmingham. You know, just giving too much time and space and, and in a dangerous area, and it goes to beg the question. I mean, you know, if you were. A, 
if you were a gambling man tonight, you really should have been back, you know, back in Sinani because I think the writing were on the wall there. Um, don't get me wrong, it is happy clapper. Uh, it is like that, but I think there are some positives to take. But I am a little disappointed that we didn't just, you know, go for it a bit earlier when we were when we were two 0 down. Not a lot of urgency, a bit of coasting. And then you've got a lot of players doing all fancy stuff, right? But they're not getting the basics. It's like, you know, Russell's nailing a Cruyff turn and then he goes to make a pass. And it's like, it's like it's the hardest thing in the world. And it just doesn't make sense to me. I think we should focus more on the effort than trying to be, than trying to be clever. I think if we focus on grafting, like Ward's doing, and uh, and just getting ourselves into, into good positions off the ball, then when we do win the ball back, you know, we, we can progress... Uh, we can progress much better in my eyes. Mm, good stuff, Brad. Um, Brian, after our uh, idiocy, I see if you can bring yourself off mute and, and we'll bring in you next. So, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, go. <laughs> oh, I'm on the bus and I just put the lights on. I'm flying to this. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything specific to say, to be honest, other than like, why do we play the last 20, 15 minutes like that and and only played those bits like that. Like, why Why are we coming out with nothing to offer every single match? Like, we, we concede within the first 20 minutes at least once. Or, like, step your game up. Why are we not coming out to win the game rather than deciding with 20 minutes to go that actually we might have a go at this? Mm. It does, does appear to be some sort of mental fragility. Are you sort of down at the game at the minute on the bus? Is that where you I, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh. having a wonderful time. I got back from Cornwall at a festival so, yeah. yesterday. I'm dying, but I'm here. Um. <laughs> I know. Now we've got no excuse. So we sat all comfortable out way at home. But no. So you've you've obviously seen it. So the town fans really got behind them. I thought, which was good. You know, the sort of last twenty minutes that came audibly came across, which was really good. Um, so the town fans definitely played their bit. So fair play to everybody that's gone down there and anybody that might be in as well. Um, from your vantage point where you're watching, how did, so Brad's talked a lot about players sort of coasting. I sort of think it's more sort of instructional and, and sort of a mentality maybe thing, maybe sort of thing. Um, how was your sort of vision from how the players sort of approached it? And do you think there was any sort of fear maybe or whether it was just, of tactical that we would try and contain Norwich for the sort of first 20 30 minutes and then maybe come at them later on. I, I think it's tactical, but not in a way of trying to contain them, in a way of that they're, they're just not being told to attack enough. I think the the football that Schofield seems to want to play, if he does want to play it, I'm I'm still a bit iffy about if he does know his own style yet because he doesn't appear to. Um, but I think that he wants to play that sit back football. But I don't think that at the moment we have the defensive line to cope with that. that was, I think. Sorry, sorry, Brandy. That's the thing that I got told from someone. I'm not going to name who it was, but that Dan Schofield. I mean, it's only five games, but we were going to be throwing men in the box. We were going to be going for stuff. And to be honest, it looks more negative than, than Carlos so far, albeit only five games. Um, sorry, my dad's just trying to ask me questions. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I do agree. I do think it looks like quite, I, well, when we're defending, I think it looks very negative. We sit back a lot. And then once we do attack, actually, I think we play, we do play really good moving forward football. Um, there's never enough men in the box, in my opinion. Like, Sorba put a cross, a cross in that could have been fantastic if someone had been there and, you know, could have just got the red on it. 
it'd have been brilliant. But because there's nobody in the box, because we insist on playing one man up front, there's nobody there. So it's a fantastic cross, but actually it's a shit cross because no one's there to do anything with it. So I think, yeah, if we did throw a few men in the box, I think it would be decent. But at the minute, it is very negative football, I agree. I'll, I'll stick up for Danny Schofield a little bit and there's um, there has been instances of some sort of high press coming back so there are signs that the high press is coming in and there was one instance where uh, Kane Kessler Hayden pressed high and forced an error and then laid it to Sauber Thomas and he kind of got his sand wedge under it didn't he and I'm not going to try and describe what what came off the end of his boot for that one it was a, wasn't the best moment but uh, and we're thinking to the goals as well that we scored against Stoke you know where they pressed high for the second goal and Dwayne manages to get in and lay it across to Danny Ward so I think there, there are definitely elements of what you say Brian about uh, Schofield's style if he does know what it is he's he's not quite getting that across just yet um, but I think there are little flashes maybe coming in in little points like maybe what we're trying to see and it is a little bit different to what Carlos Carlos was very sort of set up to contain uh, move back into shape uh, and then sort of hit at specific moments whereas as Danny there seems to be a bit more high press and I'll be honest I do love a high press you know going back to the David Wagner days I'm all about all about that high press but we've got Johnny uh, Johnny Goggs uh, Johnny if you're still listening if I haven't just bored you to death if you want to jump in and, and have what you want to say if you take yourself off mute if you can Thanks very much, Matt. Um, yeah, I uh, just listening to what's already been said. Um, I'm going to give Schofield the benefit of the doubt for the time being. I, I understand what Brian was saying, and the, the evidence has not been has not been great so far. And it, and it was another step back this evening, albeit it wasn't on the level of um, Birmingham and certainly Preston, uh, which was one of the worst uh, performances I've seen in in some time from a town side. Um, but I think still giving Schofield a little bit of leeway to to get his ideas across, particularly as he has has had that abbreviated preseason. Um, you know, we won't mention the circumstances again of the uh, the previous guy who's now over in Greece. Um, we won't labour that point. But I think the um, the point I wanted to make was um, with uh, I was I was listening to the uh, Radio Leeds commentary beforehand, and um, there were a couple of players that were highlighted as being on fifty appearances this evening. And two of them. Um, have got there. They were saying, you know, in relatively short time, um, Sorber and uh, and Tom Lees, and Tom Lees having done that uh, with um, a full season and, and four games, and actually um, the two of them uh, are looking like they've played a lot of football. Um, they're tired. They're not. They're not hitting the levels they were. And I wonder. I mean, obviously, we're going to lose um, Lees to a suspension now. Um, and I wonder whether, in in the case of those two players, they've obviously been massive for Town um, over the course of last season. Um, whether actually they benefit from um, a little time, maybe out of the side, rotate some other options. I mean, we've not got the deepest um, squad in terms of in terms of wing options, and certainly not centre back centre back options with Pearson still out. But um, I'm just a bit worried with what I'm seeing from from those two that were so pivotal and I don't want to highlight, you know, and, and focus in on those two because the problems, the problems that we have are far wider, but I don't know. It just, um, it seems, it seems like the, the level of football um, that, and the level of work that those two are getting through um, might be having an effect and, um, and whether a bit of time out the side uh, to, to maybe get a bit of hunger back um, and, uh 
and and you know get back to some maybe you drop a you know boil in or um you know even even give some of the uh some of the other wing options a go um Johnny, what did you so it's cause here. What what do you think? Sober Thomas, I mean, that miss to me just summed up his season so far. Do you think he's just trying too hard or I don't know, is it something a bit more worrying than that as well? Because on Saturday I thought he not not back to certainly last season, anything or anything like, but he would better. But yeah. tonight, you know, to me he never recovered from that first goal. I didn't think it would have fouled, to be honest with you. And then obviously they're kind of miscompounded, but yeah, he does he doesn't look an happy guy. And I'm not really obviously we'd have covered that. Instagram post last week, nothing to do with that. But he is a concern because anything good we did last season pretty much we revolved around him and he's uh yeah, he's struggling, man. Yeah, maybe maybe that what maybe that did get in his head um early in the game. I mean, you know, I've I've not not played professional football or or anything near. Um so uh maybe uh, maybe best to ask others. But you know, it may well have um it may well have stuck with him and he's he, you know, he's still a relatively young guy. He hasn't played a lot of professional football. And um, you know he had a good run of things last season. Everything was sort of going his way, and he was the he was the main man. And 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 maybe maybe it's uh, you know it's starting to catch up with him a little bit. And um... another thing to chuck in, Johnny. Sorry to put in again, but the World Cups. Obviously, uh, Brent Johnson's probably ahead of him in the pecking order now. But yeah. the World Cups coming, wanting to do something pretty special. Really want to you know mark his name because at the moment, if you're Kind of the Welsh manager, uh, Rob Page, you're looking at that and thinking, Jesus, we need sober. Obviously, it's still early days, middle of August, but it's got to be worrying for him as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, you know, that's going to be at the front of his mind. And if he's, um, if he's struggling to put, to meet the levels and get those, get those assists and, and quality of deliveries, because, uh, you know, that's the sort of thing in a tight game at, at any level, you know. Um, domestic or international football, it's going to make the difference. So if he's um, if he's not um, reaching that and is um, you know cutting a frustrated figure in games um, as he did as he did tonight, um, uh, then then he's then he's going to struggle. I think it's important. Um, you make a great point. I think it's important for players like Thomas, um, maybe Russell, um, and to have, kind of have that quality second season. We've seen it with Karoma had a really good breakout season. Hasn't quite yet um, hit those heights and juries. So, a little bit like second season syndrome to a, to a certain extent. He's having that breakthrough season, but then people kind of find you out. You might get doubled up on. So, when you've got analysis, you season with analysis for players to have a look at and be shown from opposition teams. And I think that's where you see players that are going to go on and make it and move onward and upwards in the, in the leagues and ones that will kind of maybe start to flounder and, and, and not quite. And I think for, I'm not saying that's relevant to talk. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, at the moment at all. 
I think we'll start to see whether he's got that in his in his locker to actually kind of advance and, and move forward and adapt and change his game so he becomes less predictable and he can kind of kick on. So you make a great point, Johnny. I think that's that's a bit where Thomas might start to find himself if do you know what I mean after ten games he's still not not quite at the races where he might need to have a look at it and think, right, how can he change his game? How can he adapt his game so he can continue to progress and kind of play how he did at the start of last season? Yeah, definitely. Top stuff, Johnny. Thanks for uh, thanks for that. It was really good. Uh, we'll bring in George next. So, George, if you want to take yourself off mute, you can uh, jump in next. I can see George is connecting. I think he's on dial-up. And It's agony, and it's like that ball across tonight, nearly for Rhodes. Come on, oh, George. Thank <laughs> you. I think he's disappeared. Or is he here? Nope, he's disappeared. Uh, right, no worries. So if anyone else wants to, I'll just fill the fill the gap while he reappears. But if anyone else wants to uh, jump in with uh, with their say, Jerry's online. Jerry, surely, surely Jerry, all the way from Alabama, has something to say. I'm going to invite Jerry in and see what he has to say. Jerry's quite motivational, so he'll always end up making you feel better about things, if he's still listening, that is. But anyway, we've invited... Uh, Invited Jerry there. So the latest on Coventry. So I've picked up a couple of things about the Coventry game. So it's not going to be switched to a home game. There's a couple of people hoping that that would be flipped, but that that was never likely to uh, to be the case. Um, but I'll just finish my point on Coventry and then I'll bring you in, George. But yes, the game is probably going to be, uh, I would expect it to probably not go ahead of this weekend unless uh, they do some something miraculous with that pitch. But uh, George, finally connected. Uh, get it off your chest, bud. Oh, breathe deeply. It's all good, George. <laughs> are you there, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. How are you doing? It's saying on my thing that I'm just a listener, so I'm, I'm a bit confused. But um, yeah, it's it's not really ideal, is it? There's not much that can be said other than off the races. Now, no, did you did you manage to go down to the game, or are you sort of watch it? Um, um, by a, by a, obvious legal means, isn't it? Um, obviously, by a, obviously, I follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a four-hour trip down, getting back at past midnight, didn't really seem appealing on a on a Tuesday night, to be honest. And I know a few <laughs> people who did. And to be honest, I feel awful for them because that first half, bar what the last ten, twelve minutes, shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's. I think that's the sort of the frustrating point, isn't it, from Danny Schofield? And we're not going to obviously go overboard on Danny Schofield because he's new. He's only four or five games in, isn't he? But it, we've we've now seen the sort of first half hour, uh, you know, in in the majority of the games, bar maybe Stoke, who maybe didn't cut the traps that well. But we've looked a little bit sketchy, haven't we? Sort of the first half hour, like, and it and it throws me back a little bit to the Danny Cowley period, whereby under Danny Cowley, everything was kind of sit back and see what the opposition have, you know, in the first half and then come out of the traps in the second half. But we're getting caught cold a bit too often, aren't we? Uh, I was one of the unlucky ones to go to Preston and uh, it were, it were, it was shocking. Um, the, uh, I think even with Cowley, like you pointed out, the plan would be to contain the opposition for the first half and then try and attack him or try to, get a result in the game in the second but 
with Schofield, and I know he's a new manager, and you can't, you can't, you know, you can't call your verdict as you know five, four games into the season. But it's mm. there's there's no bar stoke where I thought it was probably one of our best performances. This will be a bit controversial, but not just of this season. That's pretty obvious, but probably going back to about Marchish, I think we played really, really well in that first half particular. But by that game, there's not really a, a plan we can go off. Mm. So, yeah, Stoke is definitely the template or the blueprint, isn't it? So, yeah, cheers for that, George. Um, what we'll do is we'll try and bring in uh, anyone else. So anyone else wants to get in. So I've, I've absolutely just killed George off there. Sorry, George, didn't mean to completely kill you off. I meant to mute you. <laughs> so uh, anyone else that wants to join in, have their say. I've asked Josh Quirk if he fancies doing it, but he's uh, hiding under his covers, reading, uh, looking at his book. So I'm not sure what's Matt, going on. Just a quick one. I've got a bit of time before someone comes on. What do you think tonight brings, I mean, we talked about bringing people in on Sunday, but do you think after watching that, it brings more evident, you know, maybe signings in them, I'm a little bit conflicted because on one hand, if you bring in more players, it, it, it adds to the sort of upheaval with Danny Schofield trying to get his message across. And the, the, the problem really is that for me, it looks like there's still some kind of uh, tactically some sort of mixed communication or the players aren't quite settled on what they're trying to do at the minute. And you throw more players into that. It could go both ways. It could be, you could bring someone in who's absolutely perfect for the setup. Um, you know, we, we mentioned it at the weekend, didn't we? Central midfield and maybe left wing back uh, is probably the area where you would say we we probably need the most in the first eleven. Uh, although you know, Ruffles has still got to play himself into some sort of form. Uh, it's like we mentioned, it took Holly Turton ten, fifteen games to to get get a groove on last season. Um, the the only issue is if you're not getting the results, it adds to the pressure, doesn't it? So. Um, Radoni, I thought after the first half hour, I thought Radoni and Hogg struggled in that first half hour. But from then on, I thought Radoni actually was was really bright. So him in central midfield is is looking a good a good bet at the minute. So it could go two ways, mate. It could it could either you know reinvigorate and and push us on, or it could sort of push back the process a little bit more. And I hate saying the process because I know everybody does it, but it could potentially. But it, it, the players have to be absolutely right that we bring in. Um, and I would probably maybe look at someone on the left side. But again, it depends whether he's going to go with a back four or back five. If he goes back four, Nakayama probably moves across. But if they go with a back five, then maybe there's there's a wing back on. Maybe Ben Jackson potentially has a uh, has a go at some point if Josh Ruffles can't play himself into some form. But I, I, would, I would probably go with that, mate. But I'd maybe hold off a little bit but if the right player comes up in those positions then you've got to go for it there's a there's a guy at Rotherham at the minute who costs way too much money for us who who I really like called Dan Barlazer who I think would fit brilliantly into our midfield but he is probably going to get expensive at some point so that's probably not a, a very good uh, offering from me but anyone else want to have a chat Cosy you can fill the void for a little bit until yeah, anyone else Schofield's quotes just from the uh, club Twitter feed uh We've lost tonight. That's not easy to take. Lose passes cost us tonight. And you have to keep the ball against a team like Norwich. I still believe we're very competitive. I'm confident we'll have a good season, as are the players. I've never, I've said that we can never doubt the character of this group. And tonight they fought for the club and each other. The subs had a really big impact. I'm particularly pleased for Pat Jones. And then he scored the goal. He's a confident kid. And then uh, I won't read some of the fans' replies underneath. But uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, basically just saying we can't fault the FN application. We're disappointed with the concession of the two early goals and Tom Lee's sending off made it difficult. But, yeah. yeah. Tell us about you your thoughts on Pat Jones then. Because I, I, I was really sort of, I came away, not happy, but I came away feeling like I'd, I'd seen something in that game which excited me, like which I mentioned earlier. Pat yeah, Jones good, was, good. was it really? And uh, against, you know, some good players uh, there for Norwich. Uh, but, God, it sounds like I'm having, you know, kind of putting a bit of damn on it. But it's a no-lose situation for him, isn't it? You know, we're pretty, we're dead and buried. He can just kind of run his heart out and uh, show what he can do as well. But I'm just hoping now he's just kind of not lost to it all and we can kind of keep him involved because I think there were one or two... It started in that Plymouth game, on it. I think in that FA Cup uh, under COVID, was it? Or did we, or were that with fans in? I can't remember now, but a bit ago. Then I'm sure he played at Norwich again, uh, Matt. Or it, it might have been middle in the in the drubbing that we got as well. But I think he did yeah. play that Norwich game. I think he did. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. So they'll probably be signing him for about eight million or something tomorrow. But but no, uh, yeah, he looked good. Obviously, yeah, you know the bright spark as well as well and. If, if we're to believe what Schofield says there, as good as his word, then he's, he's going to be still involved as well. But just, just run it back to you, uh, maybe, Johnny. But do you think it's going to be a good thing that the game's probably going to bite the dust on Saturday? Or what do you think? Obviously, if he leaves, I mean, it depends on his bands, but I suppose it'll just spill over to another game. But if you, or is it one of those you want to... Because I just think Coventry Way is not the greatest to get it back going. But but then you've got West Brom uh, the week after. Uh, it's pretty uh, yeah difficult So. Yeah, I'd always like to play rather than break, um, personally. I don't I don't think, I think that was just a sad little bit. Tonight's a weird one because the sending off changes the game. It's, it's hard to know what, what it really would have looked like and to properly analyse it. I, don't, I think there were positives from tonight. And with the way we played against Stoke, I think we, we could have maybe I mean, gone into the commentary game and, and got something. They've not necessarily an absolutely roaring start. But then flip it around, look at the other side. Schofield has had a short pre-season. We know that whether they do something, the game's cancelled behind closed doors or do you know I mean? some form of 11-side game probably happen over the weekend anyway, just to fitness and legs. It gives them a good kind of two-week window to say, right, the game's gone, we know what's happening. Let's kind of work a bit more on what we want to do, the system. We've touched on that already tonight, That, and I think we did on the pod last week, that what Danny Schofield, what we allude to think Danny Schofield's system is, isn't necessarily what we've seen. Now, that could be just because he thought he's not the time to get that across properly needs must kind of thing. I know he's not coming midway through a season, but it has kind of come in a bit blindsided. So he, he might have not, he might have pragmatically thought he's going to try and do things steadily throughout the season if he can. It's a good two-week window to, to do that without, to me, without a game. So it, it could be a positive. It really could be a positive. Um, had we, have, I mean, had we not got points against Stoke, I think it would have been horrendous to be a game behind, I mean, read the table. But we've, we've managed to get something out of Stoke game. We do have three points on the board. We're not sat stony bottom with nothing. So potentially potentially it could be a good thing to have those two weeks. Um, like I said, I don't think the game's gonna go ahead. It doesn't look like it's been announced, but I think the players will be wise to that. So as soon as we can get that and we know where we are, we can we can work and use that time. So a little mini pre season and if it we'll know if it we'll know if it works or not, won't we, with um, a tough test after it in West Brom, but I think a bit of time in the training ground, I think Danny Schofield will um, probably bite a handle for that, in all honesty. Right, so Josh, uh, Josh Quirk, I've, I've bullied him into uh, coming to speak. So sorry, Josh, for 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 you know the the words are said because you're obviously going to get your revenge now. But if you want to take yourself off mute, buddy, you can have uh, your bit as well. Hi, mate. Yeah, how you doing, Kimmy? Good. Yeah, all good. All good. How are you doing? Oh, a bit disappointing that, wasn't it? 
it's just one of them, isn't it? You just I said to you earlier today, didn't I? I just thought it were an ideal time to go play him today. You know, bottom of the league, no confidence. And we go and put in the first half like that again. Um, it's just one of them. There are positives to take from it, like you lads have said. It's just, um, you know, sort of Pat Jones coming on. I think anyone who watches the B team or Cino of it knows that he's uh, he's got something about him. And we can always take that out of the game. And, you know, judging on some of the uh, players' performances so far this season, you'd, <laughs> you'd probably put him in there to uh, to have a start next game. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just one of them, really, isn't it, where we're, he's sort of one step forward, two steps back. You think against Stoke, we have a good good half of football. Um, and then, you know, we we put that in today, and let's be honest, it was 2-1, but it flattered us, really, didn't it? You know, I mean, if it weren't for Lee Nichols, that could have been 4-5 or five quite easily. And I don't particularly think Norwich were any good, uh, which is the worry. So what... We've 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 got we've gone on about um Cosy asked the question earlier, didn't he, about potential players and what have you, Josh. Where do you see the sort of weaknesses in, in and amongst this eleven I and what think would you do? We've got to be looking at left back more than out, haven't we? I mean mid midfield to worry. Uh, I know Kamara came in and did quite well, but you know, Radoni did well last week. But if we hadn't really got a runner in there, someone who can carry the ball, we're sort of struggling again. And I think uh, I think left back's probably the big worry because you start in that first half, it were it would easy for Norwich to be honest, wasn't it? Down that left hand side, it would just overload after overload on Josh Ruffles, and it it, it was pretty clear from early on that that's where they were targeting. Nothing came down their left; it was all down their right. Um, and like I say, you got Daniel Sanani popping up in little spaces, pulling strings for him. It's it's one of a it's one of them. We just look where we got torn all over the place, didn't we? Mm, yeah, I think I think that's probably where we'd all go. So we'll bring Matty Bentley in as well now. So Matty's, um, I think, requested to speak. Um, so Matty, what have you got to uh, to say on things? Uh, just a couple of things, really. Um, we'll go back to uh, Sober Tobis. I just think um, at the moment, I just I just don't think he's playable. I really don't. Um, you you know, you look at the, the new guy who came on. Um, and I just think you know he put more effort in the forty uh, the fourteen minutes plus he was on than Sauber's done all season so far. Uh, I'll go back to uh, you know Sauber last season, absolutely brilliant, got his Wales call up, and after that I just think he went downhill. And then I mean the other problem you've got is why can't we play the first half? You know. Um, we seem to be not playing football in the first half at all. You know, we go, you know, you look at the games, you know, first 10 minutes, we we're 1-0 down, you know, second game, 1-0 down again. You just think, what's the plan? And then second half, we can play football. I just don't get why we can't play football for 90 minutes. I just don't get his tactics at the moment. I'll throw this over to Johnny. Yeah, I think, like I said, we've, it's, it's come out a few times, hasn't it? I think it's, it's a bit of a recurring issue. Um, Brian, kind of touched on it before. Um, it's it's whether he's, he's trying to be a bit cautious. I know Cowboys used to do that where the first 20, 25 minutes it was like, don't concede and then move into the game from there. I don't know, look what he's trying to do um, or whether... I don't think he's been asked into whether he's looking to do that, whether he's looking to come off out the traps quickly because he's certainly not looking to do that, whether it's psychological and the players... 
I've got it a bit in the head that don't try and keep it tight, don't lose it in 20 and people kind of make mistakes because they're overthinking it. It's a tough one, but it's a problem. It's a problem that needs it needs solving because, we, like I said right at, the, right at the start, we can't have a good 20, 25 minutes in games where we score because we are scoring, we are creating chances and we are scoring. We create, I know we've, we've got Nichols thank that it's two tonight, but we've also created good chances to score. You've got a goal, which we did score. Thomas has missed, Pat Jones... With a, not, with a slightly better pass, no fault of his own, into Rhodes. Rhodes probably does finish that. So we've, we've got a chance to score three goals there, but it's pointless if we're 2-0 down after 20, 25 minutes. And it's a pattern which has been evident in every game. So there's clearly is an issue there. Um, what it is, maybe time will tell, maybe approach will change, or the players just need to kind of be switched on. It's really it's really hard to know um, what it is, but it's a pattern that's that's been in every game so far and really, really does need, does need fixing. Because otherwise... Um, we're not going. We're not going to be able to get points. And one of the things we were good at last season was, do you know what I mean? Staying, staying tight and not letting, not letting goals in. And we, we would soak up a bit of pressure. And other teams would, you'd see on Twitter would say, "How oh, are they third? How are they fourth? How they won this game?" It's because we were solid and we, we didn't concede cheap goals and we took our chances when they came. Um, and we need to get back to that because the personnel similar, um, the coaching staff similar. But um, yeah, it, it's a it, problem that does need solving. Do you think Danny Schofield's the right man to do that? Um, again, it's it's a it's a it's a good question. It's a hard question to answer um, right now. Um, my personal opinion, I'm very much in the camp of Danny. Main question, John, is is your washing machine going off in the background? Yeah, it is. I'm trying to. I'll, it's just a bit of context. If I go up, if I go up a set of stairs, I get shouted at for waking up a, a ten-month-year-old. And if I stay closer, Matt's going to shout at me for my peeping washing machine. But Matt's further away than my missus, so I'm staying down here. But I'll, I'll answer quickly and go on mute. But for me, Danny Schofield's doing. I think he, I think I was still in, in the camp of giving him time. Um, that's not just because I'm, I'm soft. I still think there's enough there. Um, that I think we can start to progress. I think um, if we continue to make mistakes like this over the next kind of 10, 15 games, then it, it, things might need to be looked at. But um, at the moment, I'd be very much saying stick with Schofield is my opinion at the moment. I think it's um, too early to be looking looking elsewhere. Now, if Norwich was, to say, <clears throat> a better side tonight and took the chances, would you be saying that now? Nail him, go on, nail him, nail him, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of them, but then they 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 haven't, do you know what I mean? And you could flip it around and say if 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 Sorber takes his chance and Pat Jones' his pass is literally a yard close to Rhodes, you could say, well, there's there's two extra goals there. So um, I get why you're saying that, and yeah, it is a bit of devil's advocate, and you're right in what you say. Do you know what I mean the score line's one thing, but. There was plenty of options for Norwich to score more, but but they haven't, and I think we've just got to we've got to take it as it was. Um, Leeds massively affects the game as well, yeah, rightly or wrongly. So I think it's a tough, it's a real tough game to judge him on because it's Norwich, but we play bottom of the table. That's a bit of a weird one. You've got Leeds that goes off during the second half. We've, we've played with with ten men. That's a bit of a weird one. There's a couple of individual mistakes which are hard to point the finger at Schofield as well, um, mm-hmm. and there were chances created. So for me. It's the needle's not moved closer to. Do you know what I mean? Is 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 job safe? But it's not. It's not moved closer to kind of time to get rid of either. I'd say it's just. Uh, it's just stayed the same. Not to sit on the fence with that. But I think it's not moved one way or the other. Really, is my opinion. You know what though? There's always someone in life worse than yourself, guys. And uh, 
Does anyone see that Colchester result tonight? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. 96 minute. You think Norwich is a long way back when you've lost, but try and go to Colchester. <laughs> yeah. Cause he loves it, mate. Right. So I've thrown out some invites. If anyone else wants to uh, come in, feel free to do so. Um, I've, I've, I've sent a couple out to the Americans, Jerry and Joe, and, uh, and also Jody as well. So. It's all the J's I'm going for there. So if you guys fancy coming in and saying anything, do so. Don't feel like you need to do so, though. That's, that's fine. Do you reckon um, Solby um, uh, gets dropped next match? Pat Jones comes in? No, I don't, I don't think so, based on on that one performance. I, I don't know. Although, to be fair, I wouldn't have said town manager there's other past. more in 14 minutes than Solby Thomas did in the whole game. Yeah, Sauber's not had a good game, has he? But I, I did. I thought Sauber was all right against Stoke. I thought he worked quite hard. A lot of his end product didn't quite work. Um, the uh, the outside of the the foot cross, in particular, perhaps riled me at the time. But I, I think he's sort of he's he's having a mixed a mixed season. And in Sauber, to be fair, has come a long way in a short space of time, and he will get peaks and troughs. So, and um, we've seen where the peaks are, haven't we? So, I would probably play Sauber again, but maybe. If it's not working, give Pat Jones more time on the pitch than he's had today. You know, you can make that change quicker knowing you've got an effective or a potential effective sub. But the other flip side to that as well is, do you want to put too much on Pat Jones too soon or will he thrive on it? You know, only the manager or head coach, if you like, will know that from from his personality. So, but Pat Jones has given us a lot of uh, a lot of reasons to uh, be positive. Well, a couple of reasons to be positive tonight, and uh, he's definitely going to be knocking on the door from now on. Uh, and I suppose, as is Danny Grant and a couple of the others, especially with Josh Caroma also not quite hitting the, the, the straps. Yeah, the flip, flip side to that, if you sub him and he's on the bench, Sobby Thomas, he might, you know, get his gear, his head back in the game a bit because you give him guaranteed first football, you know, and he's playing like that. You know, and then you've got Pat Jones on bench, and he comes on and makes a difference. Then you might pick up a bit. Yeah, right. I think I'd agree with Matt in the sense that I wouldn't necessarily um, probably drop Thomas just yet. But it, it he'll, I mean, he's going to be on that coach, knowing that Pat Jones, young lads, come on, scored a goal, taking this opportunity, and it won't be too long. Do I mean until Rose might be reversing? It's Pat Jones starting and. Um, Thomas coming on, he'll be aware of that. So it's a positive for Pat Jones. It's also positive for those players who, who are currently got a starting berth and and might need just to kind of up the game a little bit. Do you know what I mean as well? So it's a uh, it's it's twofold. But like I say, having players that are pushing behind behind first teamers is is only a, is only a good thing. Yeah, thank my great stuff. Thanks, mate. Yes, We're going to move on to uh, HTFC Stato. So Stato, if you want to. Unmute yourself. This is going to be an intrigue because Stato hides behind a uh, a photo of anonymity. I think, I've, I think I've said that word, so we'll be able to hear his voice for the, the first time. Do we call you Stato or do we call you by uh, by your call real me, name? Call me Ben. Call me Ben. Call you Ben. Ben, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Get get it off your chest. Let it all out. Go on. I think for as, as bad as Sober was tonight, I think you'll look at it as he's made the goal for the first goal against Stoke goal against Birmingham I mean if he hadn't scored at, hadn't assisted at all then maybe calls for being dropped but I think he was our best player last season offensively so I think we're now just looking at this season thinking that yeah he's not really been the same player but that sober standards not like against Holmes' standards I, th- I think for, for me sober's not been up to it but he's not been that bad um, and f- 
performance tonight, horrendous first half, but that's been the story of our season. Um, won the second half, if you put it that way, but it's not been much of a consolation. Um, but it was it was a better performance than against Birmingham and against Burnley. Um, I think tenders on the training ground for Schofield now in the run to the West Brom game should be doing, doing the world of good and maybe get a few additions in. Because I think definitely left back, we need to look at strengthening because Ruffles, I think we could we could Turton last season in a back line that was as strong as it was. We could sort of uh, prop him up, but I think Ruffles this year, we're seeing his weaknesses more because of the the downgrading, like the quality of the back line. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think... I agree with that. It's like, like I said at the start, um, we, we set the set this up, and I noticed a couple of players joined, and I bottled calling a few of them out. So that's that's on me. <laughs> it's that, but um, and it's one of those things where it's so early in the season, and it's everything's so fresh that you don't particularly want to sort of, you know, start going too deep on some players because in a couple of weeks they could be, you know, the best player in the in the team. But we do need to see a little bit more from from one or two for sure. And I I agree. So a point you made in there was was quite good. Was that if the Coventry game does get suspended, uh, postponed, whatever you want to call it, as we think it might do, then this gives uh, almost an added week or so of, of pre-season Danny, that Danny Schofield's had and maybe they can get back and work on a couple of things there as well. Uh, and hopefully Danny can can push things on uh, and, uh, and you know, we can look better going into the, I think it's the West Brom, isn't it, who we have after that. So um, I think we're going to start wrapping up I think Josh wants to come back in and say something but we'll start wrapping up in a couple of minutes uh, unless Josh you've got something you want to uh, I'll give say. you a positive Mark go on I love a positive Utah. <laughs> yeah that is actually true we haven't mentioned this have we Nakiyama in the last two games has looked outstanding hasn't he tell us why you like Yuta Nakiyama just got a ball and I think when we, when we saw him uh, well you can only go off the highlights videos you see but he looked comfy playing in defensive midfield as well when he were over in Holland and I think you've seen over the last couple of games his ability to bring the ball out. Um, he played a couple of lovely passes um, at a defence today, stepped out with the ball nicely, um, did his defensive duties really well. Um, we look like we've got a good player. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I'm really excited about Yutanaki Yaman. And uh, I did say on Sunday, and I think Stephen Chicken, me and we both said it at a similar time as well, we're going to definitely see those... Uh, those mouth guards in the club shop by Christmas, aren't we? And do you know what? I won't put it past some idea like me to go and buy one as well. So, you know, Luke, if you're listening, get them in the club shop. I think there'll be quite a lot of people in there, won't they? So uh, I think unless anyone wants a, a very quick last request, I think we'll we'll probably call it a night on that one. So thanks everyone for for joining us in. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Cosy. Thanks everyone who's who's um, jumped in and had something to say. I think that worked quite well. So give us, give us your feedback on this. Would you like to see us do this more, less? Let us know, and then uh, we'll be back uh, on Sunday, normal time, normal place. Cheers, guys. Oh, what a night. Late in May in 2017. Shinder scored, it was a happy dream. What a feeling, what a night. Oh, what a night. Wagner singing, we are Premier League The greatest sight in Georgia's square did see What an evening, what a night
Common tea to yield each sees a chance Oh, what a night Lost so safe in mesmerizing me Low, low charge and flattened all Chelsea Stamford Bridge, oh, what a night Got a funny feeling when he walked in a fence And then the commentator yelled He takes a chance Oh, what a night Oh, what a night Oh, what a night The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via delivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.